having another uh, wonderful conversation with uh, a guest who is, uh, has been on this program a couple of times from the Tea Party Patriots, uh, Bill Pasco. Good morning, Bill. Thanks very much for talking with us. I so appreciate your time. How are you and your family and everybody around you? Well, everybody is great. Thanks for asking, Mike. Uh, my mother actually just celebrated her 90th birthday awesome. last week. Awesome. So we're, we were very excited about that. We had a great family celebration. Did you uh, did you have to do it through the window of uh, her home, or did you actually <laughs> go in and uh, and see her, hear from her, and talk to her? No, she's um, she's in great health. She spent the first, I'm going I'm to say she spent the first six to eight weeks back in March and April, like a lot of people her age, she was very scared. Uh, so she basically self-quarantined. My father is 88 years old. So the two of them self-quarantined in their house. And my sister and I brought them groceries and that kind of stuff. And, and we, were, we, were, we were all so worried about it, we would buy the groceries and leave them on the front doorstep. Ah. Uh, and then and then go away because we were you know we were sure. trained to think we might be taking the virus into their house, uh, so we left it there. And after about two months, my mother said, "You know what? What is the point of living if you can't live anymore?" Right. <laughs> um, and 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 so they started venturing out. Now they would you know they would put on the masks and they would engage in the social distancing, and they were careful, but they started going about their regular lives again, and lo and behold, uh, they haven't had any problems. They've had, they've had friends who have come down with COVID and have stayed at home to, to ride through the sickness, give it a couple weeks, and so far, so good. Everything's, everything's good. So I'm we're, very glad. We're very happy with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm very glad uh, to hear that, and I hope it continues that way. Let's talk politics for a, some, uh, for a moment. The, uh, the Biden-Harris team has begun uh, traveling across the country making their case for we have a better plan it is interesting to me that uh, th- that they haven't really talked about how any of the plan would be afforded uh, uh, because uh, the bernie sanders plan uh, and if it's true i don't think he would admit it but it sounds like joe biden has adopted the bernie sanders uh, financial plan and the aoc uh, green deal plan both of which have been documented by people on both sides, uh, both red people and blue people, have said this is cost prohibitive. And yet, here they are. These uh, Democrats seem to have hijacked the, uh, uh, the the regular Democrat Party. What's happening? Well, you've got you're, you're absolutely right, Mike. You've got the uh, the health care plan, Bernie Sanders' health care plan, Medicare for all has been costed out at $32 trillion over 10 years. So that's essentially uh, we're almost doubling the federal budget for the next 10 years to put that plan in place. But, but that's the cheap one uh, because AOC's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her Green New Deal, that's been costed out at, get this, $90 trillion. That's $9 trillion a year for the next 10 years. That's more than twice what the federal budget already is. Um, right. Obviously, and, we we simply can't afford that. We would be stealing good from future generations. Can't can't put either one of those plans into place. And so, what's to keep those people who think uh, orange man bad? Anything? I'd vote for a stump before I'd vote for President Trump. Okay, but how are you going to afford the alternative? What are they telling it's, you? It's a great question. This is this is the problem for Democrats on virtually every program they come up with. 
because their their first instinct is always to believe rather than come up with a clever policy that relies on individual liberty, which is the genius of the American political system. Uh, they want to come up with it. all of their plans begin with the assumption that we will be spending more government money. And what is government money? Where does government money come from? It comes from us. It comes from the taxpayers. Um, they don't just invent this stuff. They don't just run the printing presses. They used to do that, and we found out that the result of doing that is massive inflation, which steals money from current generations, uh, particular people, particularly people with savings. So we decided about 50 years ago, uh, we're not going to do that anymore. I'm sorry, not 50 years ago, about 40 years ago, back in, back in the late 70s, early 80s, when Paul Volcker was chairman of the Federal Reserve System, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan gave him the green light. We're gonna, we've got to break the back of inflation. Because you remember in the late 70s, we had inflation at 12% a year and interest rates at 21% a year. Go buy a new car and pay 21% a year. That's well, no, that's what you pay a loan shark, for goodness sake. Yeah, exactly. uh, but, the, but those were the rates we got with massive inflation. We, we don't want that anymore. Uh, and that means we have to find some way to pay for these things as we go. And you simply can't pay for a program that's going to cost you as much money as the Democrats are proposing to spend. We've got to find a different way to do this. Right. So uh, those uh, uh, the Democrat plans are cost prohibitive. Uh, and, and yet uh, uh, Donald Trump and uh, Mike Pence continue to get piled on because the economy isn't great. COVID-19 is running rampant. And those are pretty easy things to say out loud and not be wrong. So, you know, even a Trump supporter has to say, well, yeah, you know, the economy's kind of in trouble, but uh, I'm still voting for him, darn it. Don't we need to, if President Trump is going to win again, uh, his party uh, needs to turn an awful lot of middle of the road or those people who said, I'm not voting for him again to change their minds and vote for him again. Well, I, I think what's got to happen over the next 85 days or so is that people need to understand that the election on November 3rd is not simply a referendum on President Trump. It's a choice between President Trump and Mike Pence on the one hand, and now we know Joe Biden and Kamala Harris on the other hand. Uh, we've got two different visions of America's future. Now that we finally, we, we know what the ticket is on the Democratic side, we've known for four years what the ticket was on the Republican side, but you know, as of Tuesday afternoon at about 4.15 p.m. when the Biden campaign released their announcement and said, guess what? It's Kamala Harris. Now we know, and, and we can look at that ticket together, and we can, we can now start asking, all right, what is the different vision? We know that with President Trump, there's going to be a vision of an America that relies on individual liberty and limited government. Um, it's going to put hands in the power of individuals to get things done. The Democratic ticket, on the other hand, if, if we look at the history of these two individuals, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I think it's a reasonable bet to say uh, that their first instinct will always be, whenever there's a public policy problem, their first instinct will be, can we create a government program to solve this problem? Can we solve this problem by spending more money? Uh, can we solve this problem by taxing wealthy people and moving money from them because they are disfavored? to a group of people that are politically favored by Democrats. Well, that will be their instinct. And one of these uh, days, you and I are going to, I'm, I'm out of time, uh, Bill. I would love, at, at some point, let's continue this conversation because I, I still have, I hear all those Democrats talking about, we'll take money from the rich people because, you know, they're stupid and they won't just, they'll just roll over and give it. 
you know, maybe Bill Gates can give away millions and billions because he'll still have millions and billions left over. But regular <laughs> rich people that the Democrats are talking about are going to run out of money or they're going to call their lawyer and say, figure out a place to put my money because I'm not giving it to the White House.